0: cynic empowerment like i was going back through the spank bank of
1: articles
0: (laughs) and like i don't know how we missed this one just because it's so insane i don't know um Okay, I'll, I'll get right into it. Detroit woman suing North Carolina pastor who peed on her on plane in multi-million dollar lawsuit, and the, this is the first paragraph. A Detroit woman has sued a North Carolina pastor and his church in a multi-million dollar lawsuit after he urinated on her while on in pla- on a, and, wow, it's weird because you have to have an, because airplane starts with the A, but. You say on,
1: on an airplane.
0: Yeah, it's fucking terrible. I'm just gonna say on, on a airplane because that sounds on much a on a airplane. That <laughs> sounds much on better. On an
1: airplane. Anyways, uh, on a airplane whoa. earlier this morning How did according we miss to,
0: that? I don't know, cause I was just like, what the fuck? That's incredible. Yeah, you got pastors peeing on people on fucking airplanes. Like, it's incredible. Yeah. That's
1: such a power move.
0: Golly. Did it, so whoa, did this whoa. happen in like a public place or was it, in it was like on a, a wait mustard? it, it get okay next paragraph We're, maybe i'll just read this entire thing because it keeps us getting just it. more and more nutso mm-hmm. uh alicia beverly 25 hired attorney joffrey feiger to sue the rally pastor in the church he works with for over two million dollars after repeat he on her while she was asleep on a delta flight from las vegas to D- detroit on October 13th, Figer claims that the pastor had a blood alcohol content above .17 when he <laughs> was taken into custody by Detroit police when the plane landed. So this, this was just a normal flight. This wasn't like he had his private sex plane and she was oh, sleeping yeah. on it. This was just like, this is a plane Snowball. and people are doing stuff and this pastor is getting wasted on the plane. And so they arrested him in Michigan. It is illegal to drive with a bac of 0.08 or higher so he had over double the legal whatever alcohol limit blah 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 for driving okay we've got a quote here it is difficult to believe that a church would hire a pastor who boarded a plane drunk and has a proclivity to urinate on passengers (laughs) because i love the word proclivity like especially when you use it for like fucked up shit like he has a proclivity for peeing on people on an airplane. It's just like <laughs> makes it sound way more fancy than it really is. It's his thing. It's his thing. He gets drunk and thing. he gets on airplanes. Like remember, like remember the Russian man story. The guy that got drunk and like took on off all his clothes and like forced himself onto the Russian airplane because it said it made mm-hmm. him more aerodynamic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like is that guy, it- yeah.
1: Yeah, um, they they should get together and make, like, um, oh, a weird dude. people on plane avenger- Avengers.
0: Yeah, it'd be like a superhero group. You'd have, like, I don't mm-hmm. know, P-Man and Aerodynamism Boy, or I don't know. Aerodynamism Boy. Um. All right, so finishing the quote, considering the times we were living in, nothing surprises me anymore. Figer said in a statement announcing the lawsuit Thursday, According to the lawsuit that was filed with the Wayne County Circuit Court, the pastor is being sued for committing acts of negligence, gross negligence, willful and wanton misconduct, sexual, conduct, uh, sexual assault, and battery and infliction of emotional distress against Beverly. The lawsuit <laughs> also states that the church is being sued for neglecting hiring, training, supervision, and or intervention and vicarious liability. The lawsuit claims that the church owed duties to the general public to properly hire, train, and retain employees that could perform their job duties in a non-negligent manner and refrain from injuring the public. (laughs) Like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, they're just like suing everybody left and right because in the instance that you're sitting on a plane and you think everything's just gonna go normal on this plane flight, everybody's on the red eye, everybody's tired, everybody's yeah. falling asleep. Except for Business this one passenger that's like yeah. drunk as
0: hell and he's like,
1: And he's probably been like burping loud or like making lewd comments the whole time. So you probably know that he's drunk as a skunk. Maybe he smells bad, and then all of a sudden you're just about to nod off yourself and the guy just stumbles over to you and starts peeing in your lap. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, you're going to start just like pointing fingers at everybody. It's like, you did this. You allowed this to happen. She's sitting there like in the cockpit in the pilot. Like, how could you have allowed this drunk man on your
0: aircraft? I didn't know he was bad. Well, well, the this article tells us exactly what happened. So here we go. We're going to dive right into it. Beverly (laughs) who was on the flight with her sister put a mask over her eyes and went to sleep shortly after takeoff. About forty five minutes into the flight (laughs) Beverly felt something warm touching her and woke up. When Beverly opened her eyes, she saw the pastor standing next to her with his pants unzipped and his penis out. The lawsuit states, Beverly Mm. screamed and an off-duty officer restrained him. Another church in Raleigh area where the man was a non-pastor employee has since accepted his resignation according to a Facebook post. We take these matters very seriously, the post from... Catch the Fire Rally Durham said. Ew. Uh, <laughs> what the Cringe. Is that the name of the church? Catch the catch the, catch fire? the fire? Yeah,
1: it's like one of those contemporary churches that oh, tries to those. maintain non-denominational status. But it's like, hey, it's cool to be uh, biblically
0: aware. Or mm-hmm. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> you just gotta tuck your shirt in and carry this acoustic guitar with you everywhere you go.
1: Hmm. Yep. Um,
0: wow, that's incredible. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Like it's somehow it's
1: off-duty police officer. So, although I feel like anyone in that instance could probably like tackle the 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 uh, the interloper, the the peer, the p pee offender. ha uh, to have an off-duty police officer be mentioned explicitly—that's kind of odd, right? I don't know. I don't know. I okay. feel like somebody, uh, like if if somebody is like, "Hey, stop peeing on that lady," that should just be justified. They shouldn't necessarily include right. the off-duty police officers. right? I, yeah. it's,
0: the way it's put in there. It's like, oh, thank God, we have these officers that are just everywhere, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're just so happened to be one of these officers here in this instance, because otherwise, she would have drowned in the pee and died. Because <laughs> there's like some.
1: Uh, uh, like rules lawyer sitting over in the corner. It's like, hey, you're not allowed to pee on that lady. Hey, you're not allowed to tackle that guy that's that's peeing on that lady. He's like, no, I can. I'm an off-duty cop. He's like, oh, okay. sorry, pardon me, sir. Sorry to question
0: <laughs> your authority. Sounds good. Sounds good. If, this if it guy's was, all cleared. <laughs> if it was anyone else trying to tackle someone for peeing on a lady, I would be upset. But <laughs> yeah. But because you're an off duty cop,
1: you, you get the nod from me. Uh, carry on,
0: everyone. God, yeah. <laughs> I hope to get every red cent from these fuckers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. Oh, man. Yeah, I hope, how could we have I, missed yeah. that? That's amazing. It's it's incredible. Like, I don't... Yeah, just everything... I mean, usually these stories, they don't... What's great about this story is it gives you all the fucking details, Right. It tells you exactly Ugh. how and where and what happened because normally with these stories we get it like all you get is basically the title. It's like Detroit woman <laughs> suing new-, new North Carolina pastor who peed on her in an airplane multi-dollar lawsuit, and then the story itself is just basically that, but repeated in a slightly mm-hmm. longer form. But this tells you everything that he was drunk everything. as fuck, mm-hmm. and then it even
1: know. says right here he's well endowed, uncircumcised. How about that? Wait, it does. No. I was like, what? (laughs) I missed that. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Holy shit. It said he had a very strong stream. (laughs) Yeah. God.
0: Yeah. I feel like he was dehydrated. At that point, if you're like peeing on people, like I don't even think like I'm not excusing this whatsoever, but like I don't think it was like a targeted attack. I feel like once you reach a certain level of intoxication, you just whip out your dick and you pee on something, you know.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Well, I
0: mean, not, we, we've all been there. Yeah. Oh, well, people with dicks and possible yeah. drinking problems. We've all been there. We've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. I've been I've done it. I tried to pee on your in your trailer. Yeah, you did. You tried to pee in the corner. <laughs> yeah, see? It happens. Like you, you it's okay. we set you're right. drunk. Yeah, see? If someone had just directed this band. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, what am I supposed to do? There's this guy about to be in my corner. Some guy just like breaks down the door. He's like, I'm an off duty cop and just yeah. runs over and tackles you. In the <laughs> <corner>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure he's an off duty cop. <laughs> Otherwise, that guy just breaking into my house and tackling my guests, it's, it's kind of unnerving.
0: Yeah. Well, that's fun. That was a fun way to start the episode. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to do it.
1: Man, we got uh... a lot of articles.
0: I I just started spamming shit. I just started. Um, yep, yeah, this is what I do. Um,
1: yeah, Ugh. brewery launches new Biden beer described as <laughs> oh, yeah. inoffensive and not too bitter. Oh, uh... gross! That sums it up for you.
0: It, it's a, uh, like, mm. like is mm. that like like I'm hoping that's like a dunk on biden right like it is yeah it's gotta be
1: oh he's just so like
0: i guess normal. it's fine so
1: uninteresting <laughs> yeah
0: uh. oh gross but did you see this this beer will be sold 15 dollars in a three pack or six dollars for a single 32 ounce can what
1: oh so they're selling it in 32 ounce uh cans
0: I I guess is it just like a shitty like logger? Just like here you go, pound it. Well,
1: well, that's that's what a lot of these like really small breweries do. They have uh like can by can uh packaging, so they they probably just have a uh, a crowler station and they're just like filling them up like that. Who or what they're the, trying who to the fuck weird. sells
0: you a goddamn three pack?
1: Yeah, well, or three packs a, the new four pack. Thirty two ounce that's a quart. They're selling it by the quart, right?
0: I'm, I'm not a mathematician i'm pretty sure that's, i don't i don't that's
1: know quart, right? there, there's yeah certain... yeah 32 ounces to court because
0: 64 is a half gallon 128 is a gallon there's certain things i'm never going to commit to memory that i'm just going to have to look up for the rest of my fucking life like uh, like what's the freezing temperature i look it up every fucking time like i know it's somewhere it's 32 there you go or zero gonna... I was gonna say it's somewhere between twenty and like thirty-five, and so there you go. I would have been right. Yeah, you got it. You got it. (laughs) Somewhere between like two and (laughs) fifty-one. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yep, yep. Somewhere in there. It all feels cold. (laughs) Uh, Like it's something that yeah. Anyways, and and I'm gonna be the same way with uh, liters and gallons and stuff and ounces that whatever the translation's over. I'm just not. It's never gonna happen. Yeah. Man, this is
1: it's rough. Uh I'm just like, I'm happy that Trump's not the president, but I'm also sad that Biden's the president. That's where
0: everyone should be. And I think it's totally fine to be there. Like, you know, Trump is like a complete and utter sack of shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, no you know, no loss in him no longer being the president. But at <laughs> the same time, what I worry about is you've got all these motherfuckers that want to be happy and go back to brunch with the fucking Biden presidency that they're <laughs> already trying to pave the way to just be a complacent sack of shit and just spend yeah. the next 4 years saying, "Well, at least he's not Trump." Like he could do yeah. like anything. Like fucking Biden could take a bunch of Syrian kids and put them on the White House lawn and and torched them with a flamethrower and people like well at least it's not trump trump would have done it but racistly he would have Mm -hmm. he would have torched the syrian kids in a racist manner like i've already yeah like my i I, like i've known people that are already like trying to be like well you know trump's got us in such a big mess it's gonna be so hard for Biden to pull us out of it and yeah anyways Mm -hmm. i'm just i'm just really worried about i don't know i don't know people you don't know. know what you're worried about
1: I know what I'm worried about. People not caring. This guy's like his like milk toast brain dripping out of his ear. Piece of shit. Like I don't think he's going to be able to recognize that people are taking advantage of him and uh and 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 using his position in order to forward their own advances. Not that yeah, other That's, that's literally
0: what happened under Trump, though, right? Like Trump, Trump had, had uh, Trump had literally no like uh original thoughts or cares or like like he wasn't an ideologue like all he cares about is his fucking self.
1: Oh yeah. I, I don't even know that Biden cares about himself. I don't know if he cares about anything. He's just yeah. got this vacant, placid expression.
0: Exactly. And so <laughs> yeah. And it's and it, and if you like look at the people that he's like talking about putting into his cabinet, it's just like a bunch of like old school fucking like Bush neocons and like other conservative sacks of shit. And Gross. so um yeah, it just doesn't give me any hope in that anything good will happen. So, you know, I, I'd love to be proven wrong. Um, yeah. but I don't think it will be. And then there was that tweet the other day uh, from Biden basically saying that America's back, baby. If the world thought America had gone away, it's not true. And just like, oh, no,
1: America the, go the, go
0: world, the world doesn't like America around that much. Yeah, when America's around, bad things happen.
1: Brown so countries I remember in the collapse. early 2000s, uh, w- of course, when a lot of patriotism and nationalization of or uh, nationalism was going on yeah. uh, in the wake of uh, the invasion Nine of 11. Afghanistan. Yeah, uh, and I heard a a, a lot of folks. And if it wasn't the first time, I mean, it was just like it was drummed up in more concentration, the whole uh oh, yeah. these people hate America.
0: Oh yeah, they hate us. Yeah. They hate us. They hate, they our, hate our freedom. Yeah, yeah, there
1: you go. They hate our democracy. They hate hate the way that we do things. They hate our free market. They're you know, jealous. all all of these things that effectively make us uh the United States, uh they hate it. They hate yeah. it all. Uh and yeah. by proxy they hate you too, because you're an American and you know you espouse those ideas. And it, it you know it took me a couple of decades after that to understand it <laughs> that yeah it's not it's not as great of a place as I thought it was, so when you hear this just blatant expression of patriotism, like, oh yeah, like America's back, baby, it's like Ugh. yeah' it's like
0: oh was no. it ever here <laughs> oh no, for me, it's just like oh no, like like is there's uh some plans to because, I mean, the Obama administration took us from two wars to seven. Like, we were in Iraq and Afghanistan under Bush, mm-hmm. and we went up to seven wars under Obama. Mm-hmm. Most people couldn't fucking tell you that. I mean, uh, Obama still has an amazingly high approval rate, despite uh, the drones that were used in the Middle East had over 90% civilian death rate, you know, fucking yeah. blowing up people's goddamn weddings and even killed an American citizen abroad. So, you mm-hmm. know... Try, he he persecuted more fucking uh journalists under the Espionage Act than any other previous pr- president, and deported more immigrants than like every other previous president combined or some shit. This you know horrible, horrible, awful shit. Uh, you put put children in cages. You know the things that people are purportedly upset that Trump did, but no one acknowledges that happened under. The Obama administration. Uh, oh, O-B- I said, Oh, Biden. The Obama. Yeah. You know, the Obama administration. <laughs> the, under the uh, Obama administration, and so I'm just worried about all of that shit still happening. Except for people are dumb dumbs and only watch CNN and MSNBC if they're libs, and people only watch Fox if they're fucking conservatives. So worried about all that same fucking shit happening, but MSNBC won't have a reason for reporting on it because um it makes their guy look bad. Uh, so the libs won't learn about it that way. And Fox News won't have a reason to report on it because they're for all of those things. And if anything, it would make uh, Democrats look like less of uh, pussies in their viewers' eyes. So why Mm -hmm. would they show like these machismo, shitty, fucked-up, Western chauvinistic things if Mm -hmm. they're for it and their uh, viewers are uh, supposedly for it? So... They're not going to find about it that way, and it's just all going to go under the fucking radar, and it's just going to be me in the corner with like a tin foil hat on, being like, "Guys, no, really, this is bad. Look at this," and everyone will be mm-hmm. like, "Shut the fuck up, you idiot." At least he's not Trump. You're just mm-hmm. mad because Bernie didn't win. It's like, no, seriously, this is like bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is you, just you, bad.
1: Your opinions are so far outside of the scope of what people regularly deal with that the whole thing is just thrown out. Like yep. we, we can't even generally consider what you have to say, because at the very least we have to pick either this one or that one. There's exactly. only two sides to this.
0: Exactly. So you got to
1: pick a side and like, uh, people can <sighs> throw them all in the, in the, in, in the basket together. They're all politicians and all politicians suck and all politicians are dishonest. And it's like, well, I mean like there's there's a shade of truth to all of that. But, um, even so like there there are solutions that we're not considering and you mentioned one of them like having some kind of uh accurate and transparent media outlet would be at least a step towards uh the uh, the in, informing the public to the degree that would be necessary for them to be an educated class of people's uh with the ability to freely associate and ultimately uh collaborate on some kind of effort to put an end to what's going on that happens to not be working out too well. Yeah. Uh, but how do you guarantee any of that without the people freely associating to begin with? So as long as people are divided and as long as people are trying to fight each other over pointless, stupid shit, like whether or not Biden or Trump is less of a shit person. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, when they agree on like 95% of the things. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: They're, they're effectively the same.
0: Yeah, Ugh. but you got this 5% gray area that we all kind of, you know, bitch about, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yeah,
1: we- wolves and foxes,
0: man. Wolves and foxes. Little houses on the... Here's that. Here's that. I really like that song. <laughs> yeah, I know you sang it before. I don't know why I had it in my head. This Anyway, uh, so uh just a segue from that. So uh of like people within their stupid little box of ideas. I saw okay, so I don't I I've been seeing more local news stuff that's like just annoying me. So this was done by the Courier, Courier Journal. So you know why? You know like the Emanuel the manual The manual High School is reporting on how the uh fucking uh, KSP, Kentucky State Police mm-hmm. are using Hitler quotes to indoctrinate their uh, recruits and yeah. their PowerPoint and shit like that. So uh, th- that's just like your fucking local high school fucking newspaper. Over here at the Courier-Journal where you do real news, you have this. Why a Louisville restaurant is giving food to Trump supporters who turn in their MAGA hats. And you read this <laughs> stupid fucking story. And this <laughs> lady and her husband, they run a couple burger joints around town. And yeah. they made a Facebook post on their business page or whatever, saying that if you bring your Trump hat, then you get a free meal. And then mm-hmm. they like write in this dumb article that, oh, we just want to have a conversation with people, but hmm. but no one has brought in a single fucking hat to these fuckers because obviously, like the election just ended, Pe- people are feelings are sore, like. And, you people, and you're, people, and you like, patronizing them, like, we just want you to give up your racist ways and bring in your hat, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then we'll give you some food. And we want to have a conversation with you. Like, I don't even want to imagine, like, what a conversation with them would look like after you gave in, in your hat. How does it feel to lose? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's okay. We don't hate you for your, your all your shitty beliefs that we despise, like... I don't and know.
1: King said he knew that the promotion uh, might ruffle some feathers, but it was intended to be a sincere olive branch. Yeah, so usually right. you offer an olive branch to an enemy, right? Yeah. It's a symbol of peace in time of conflict. Exactly. So you're effectively saying the same thing. It's like, well, it's a sincere olive branch because we won or, you know, whatever. I guess he's... Exactly. You know, he's he's claiming victory. Exactly. Uh, so now, hand in your flags. You know, hand, hand in the, the important symbolic element that so effectively bound you together. I think that was
0: Ex- Exactly.
1: Genius part of the Trump administration's campaign. Just like, make a bunch of stupid hats.
0: Make a bunch of symbols. People love symbols. Oh, just yeah, consumerism, right? I mean, we express ourselves through the things we buy because that's one of the few ways um we're allowed to express ourselves within a you know capitalist mode of production capitalist society so you Mm -hmm. give people the ability to buy things that they identify with yeah and Um, make them feel and and while also making them feel like they're a part of a bigger thing right mm because you're not just you know buying the hat but you're buying you know the whatever uh, so that kind of makes
1: me think of Uh, like this this whole consumer um the consumerist ideology it kind of makes me think of uh uh, the representation of ourselves through the niceness of some of the items in which we own like have you ever been in someone's like really nice house and you say wow you have a really nice house and they say thank you i i think that that's that needs to be read into a little bit more than just simply being like oh yes uh like uh thank you so much for recognizing that I upkeep my home or something like that. But more so it's just like it's almost like congratulating them on being associated yeah. with Wow, you won capitalism. Grandiose. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow, you, you seem to be part of the privileged class. You have a yes. wonderful looking house. It's like, thank you. I do deserve it, don't uh, I? I do care. have a nice house. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah you <laughs> <It's gross. laughs> or
1: you like compliment someone on like a an item that they have it's like yeah hey, it's a uh this is a really nice pair of uh hair clippers and like oh thank you I'm like yeah no 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 you're not the hair clippers the hair clippers are nice <laughs> I no yeah
0: I was, I was complimenting the hair clippers not you yeah mm-hmm.
1: it's like oh as you can see i have excellent taste in purchasing a high quality pair of clippers I'm like yeah, I don't know whatever. well it's because we <laughs>
0: identify right because we identify ourselves in the things that we buy and we own
1: mm-hmm Mm
0: -hmm. right right
1: yeah that's that's effectively it oh
0: fuck but anyway so
1: So you just run around and you just beat up people with maga hats and you try to turn them in for free burgers (laughs) yeah exactly that would be
0: one way to do it but like i don't know like uh, just the the fact that this person thought this was a good idea that anyone would bite like it's just like even just like flipping it on its head like let's say you know some trump supporter owned restaurant was like you know, bring in your fucking Biden merch. you like, I don't, you know, to prove Biden. that Trump is superior and obviously bring the in right way. Bring your mail-in ballot. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, you know, it's just like a, it's just like a shitty thing to do. <laughs> you know, I, like, I, and and like also like the trying to like make it seem like an intervention, like olive like weird olive branchy thing of like okay. I can't remember the part here. Let me see what what they said. I, I read it and I was like, what the fuck are you saying? uh uh, uh what about the olive branch um johnson said she would love for someone to come in while she or her husband are there so they can sit down and have a conversation like what like about mm-hmm. what
1: yeah what, what do they think that they're gonna have what, a conversation what, about
0: what are you gonna say like we won you lost like you know why why do you like that racist guy so much like what I don't know. Yeah, what do they expect that they're going to like take the hat off? and Like, and I'm just it. so shameful that I could ever be confused by that Trump man. I'm just glad that you are welcoming me back to your arms and allowing me this burger and fries. It's so nice. All I needed was someone to show me kindness, and they like—they're like—they're there. I, I, we understand. He's like, "Fuck you, cucks. I was just kidding. I'm keeping this hat forever. Maka 2024." Yeah. <laughs> you really fought <laughs> no, for that shit. <laughs> I'm keeping the burger and fries. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> you
0: know, I don't know.
1: I already licked them. They're mine now. <laughs> mine
0: get wrecked lib i don't know yeah (laughs) yeah go cry (laughs) yeah cry Lib. i don't know anyway so me i was just like what the fuck is this shit
1: yep uh our our society's really jumping the shark about now it's like fucking dumb it's pretty pretty sad uh yeah it kind of makes me think of the red kryptonite on uh on the superman franchise
0: where you get the like wait so they had Green kryptonite, and they had red kryptonite for
1: red. The red kryptonite basically made him really angry, and uh, if he, uh, if he was in contact with it, so like if if you took it away from him, he suddenly became not angry. So I imagine these okay. bag of hats. Like somebody oh, comes yeah. in and they're just like, so upset Oh, Trump should have won, but you know what? I really want a hamburger, and they're like, hey, we'll trade you a hamburger for a hat, and he takes it off, and he's like, oh, wow. It's like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. <laughs> it is so amazing. I feel so much better now that this maga head is no longer <laughs> on my
0: head. Oh, how yeah. wonderful. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's like what they're imagining. Like what the fuck? Mm. Yeah. God. It's uh it's pretty pretty awkward. It's, yeah, exactly. It's just everything about it is just like patronizing and weird and awkward and yeah, it's just And, the,
1: uh, and that was in Louisville, right?
0: Yeah, it's in uh, yeah, it's in this stupid fucking city I live in.
1: Man, there's all kinds of good stuff in the Courier Journal. We got we got a couple of things from well, the Courier
0: Journal. Yeah, I had a couple good things on cops because cops, you know, just keep doing shitty shit.
1: Oh yeah, you want to talk about the uh, Kentucky State Troopers? Uh, the the steroid boys. Yeah, there's four of them, and they all look like they're on something. Like, Whoa. especially like one, two, one and two probably look like yeah, maybe three. He's a, looking a little orange,
0: like. So you know, this just goes to prove when I say that all cops are just a bunch of steroided out freaks with a hair trigger for violence. It's mm-hmm. it's uh it's not that far from the truth. <laughs>
1: yeah, and l- I mean, literally, with these guys, I mean, they're running yeah. a steroid ring,
0: running Jesus. a steroid ring, driving all the way to Florida to buy not mm-hmm. only steroids but also human growth uh, hormone. Oh yeah, HGH. And- uh, testosterone. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. These, these boys are trying to get jacked.
0: Like what the fuck? And they're trying to get
1: real tough. Oh in- yes.
0: Intramuscular. Mm. You, you ever run around with people that use this stuff, Tim? You're a strong boy. You're a strong lad. A strong boy. And I've,
1: okay. So a hundred percent honest, I've never been offered them and I've never seen it happen. Um, which I mean is is all well and good. Like I I wanted to distance myself from that type of uh that type of environment, and I seem to have avoided Wait, it quite you, you've well. You've
0: never walked into a locker room and someone's just like injecting testosterone into their ass?
1: Nope, never done it. N- n- never never have seen that. Uh, never have experienced
0: it. I'm not telling you to own up to it. I'm telling you to snitch about other people.
1: No, I. <laughs> <laughs> How else am I gonna be successful in my medieval combat adventures?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All the knights were doing it back in the day. All the knights are <laughs> fucking putting testosterone in their ass. How <laughs> do you think they were so strong? You Gotta drink the the bull semen or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here we got this goblet of bull semen. <laughs>
1: or, <tuck> or something. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Why do they tuck their ties in their
0: shirts like that? Make some. I don't know. It's, I don't know. There's an obsession with uh, professionalism with the tie, but I guess it would get in the way of copley duties, so they got to tuck it in. Hmm.
1: You think it's a full tie? You think it's just like in there, just like moving around, just getting all crumpled and nasty?
0: It's either A, a full tie, or B, there's some stupid fucking company that exists that just makes these like little tiny dick, ties (laughs) ties <laughs> just for cops to just pin for cops. onto the inside of their button-up stupid shirts. It's so stupid it's either A or B. It's either A, they got a tie, just flop around all stupid, all crumpled and shit, looks like ass, or B, there's a stupid fucking company that only exists to make cops tiny dick ties. <laughs> Those are the two options. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Oh my god. The the guy like I don't like making fun of the way for people look, but like (laughs) guy number two looks like every dumb guy I knew in high school that just liked (laughs) to get drunk and break shit.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta does. Number three can't
0: figure out how to close his mouth. (laughs) And what's and so if I'm gonna like yeah, that's true. He never learned how to close his mouth. Like he probably it's probably all the fucking steroids or something like made his like mouth numb. I don't know what the effects of steroids are. This (laughs) guy, he's like, he looks like he's making
1: a face. Like he's constantly getting home and dinner's not ready. So he's about to like jump down his
0: wife's throat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, this isn't funny, but it probably is. Okay. So here's my theory. So if you look at so my, my, I, I think, Oh, here's my theory. So guys, one and two, I think, were like the guys that started it. And if Mm -hmm. you look at like their their neck to head ratio, like their neck is as thick as their head. Actually, one, two, and three, all their necks are as thick as their head. But one and three uh, look like the oldest, and I think they were like the ringleaders. And uh, two and four, they look like they were younger. And it seems like that they probably like brought them in on it's like, hey, you want to be cool and jacked like us? here's some fucking testosterone he's going to inject it in your ass and it seems like number two was all for it and number four is like a pale little wimpy bitch and he's just like i just want to be accepted like the rest of y'all my neck isn't quite as thick but maybe maybe if i inject more of this testosterone in my ass i too can have a wide neck like my fellow cop friendos they don't have any more pictures of him apparently. Oh,
1: no, it's only the one pictures. Darn. I wish they could, like, zoom out and we could see that. Uh... Oh, my God. So, the little guy? that The, the, no, on the, the, far the right. smallest one?
0: Right? His name is Jonathan Sizemore. More like size less. Get wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> but he had to get sized more because his neck wasn't as thick as his friends or something. I don't know. Oh, the guy that looks like a murderer's
1: name is Jason Carpenter. How about that? Huh. Awkward. No yeah. Yeah. relation.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh oh hey, they have they have different uh different sentences. Uh so we've got the uh a hundred and no eighty day suspension. What's there Wait.
0: between a probation and a suspension for a cop? I bet it has to do with pay.
1: mm mm-hmm. I, I I bet when when you get paid still.
0: Which one do you we, think get paid for? Do you think you get paid for the suspension or the probation?
1: I think it's suspension. I think you get paid while you're on suspension, but you you don't get paid when you're on probation. Get wrecked.
0: Yeah. Man, hey. sign me up for 180 days suspension, Chad Piercy. I'll take mm-hmm. some of that.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's rocking it. And he's just like sitting there grimacing,
0: just. Uh, When's that yeah. meatloaf going to be done? <laughs> yeah. I don't want that meatloaf. Like, you know, when he talks, he doesn't open or close his mouth any more than that. Like, that little tiny slit of his mouth open. <laughs> that's just how he talks. <laughs> he just talks out of the piece, little yeah. tiny slit of the face he's making. Hey, you got your but,
1: registration. You can keep your hands on the wheel. You're your moving
0: your, you your, lip, uh, you you, your lips. you who moving your lips.
1: Do you wanna? Do you wanna? Do you wanna buy some steroids? <laughs> oh man! But oh yeah. man! Yeah, this guy was okay. So, which one was training to be a mixed martial artist? It was Trotter. Oh, it was a dude that looks like he wants to break shit. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was high school was get guy. drunk and break shit guy. He, mm-hmm. I believe it. He was competing as a mixed martial arts fighter on the side, and uh, time he was hand hol- back over all your mixed martial meal. art trophies, son. Yeah, man. Uh, also violated his license to fight under the Kentucky Boxing and Wrestling Commission. How about that? Sucks How suck. about suck. Yeah, sucks suck hmm. Uh Let's see. Percy. Wait, what? Percy already had a DUI while working with the state police, and records in the investigation also revealed he'd been prescribed Suboxone,
0: a drug known to treat opiate addiction? Good God. What? Wait. Piercy, so like Frankenstein, half-open lip guy. Yeah, that guy's just wouldn't
1: Wait, so done. wait, he's...
0: so he's got opioids on his record and has a DUI. Yeah, wow. This is the, only hiring the finest at the Kentucky State Police. You got fucking Hitler quotes, and then these guys.
1: Man, oh, uh, Carpenter says he has a, a medical condition, and uh, he was recovering from surgery. That's why he got the uh.
0: That's That's not what his neck says. That's
1: not what his neck says.
0: Dude looks... He he looks like a beefy boy. I don't don't know about any of this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I had to take human growth hormone and uh, inject testosterone in my butt Cause uh my surgery? <laughs> Those are horse steroids, man. Those are made for horses. <laughs> um it was a really rough
1: surgery.
0: It really tore me up. It
1: tore me up real bad.
0: <laughs> didn't didn't you wait, didn't you have a physician that would have prescribed you whatever you needed to recover? Uh yeah, but uh he, he shut up. Yeah, he really wanted to give me the horse the horse steroids. <laughs> Uh, and so, and this carpenter dude, he's also. What do you say here? What's the thing? Here, here's a quote from a uh, carpenter serial killer boy. I would not have done it if I knew it was illegal. Carpenter confessed to the state police investigator. No, I wouldn't jeopard. Wait, number one, number one. Oh wait, number one. I wouldn't jeopardize my career. Number two, I wouldn't jeopardize my reputation. Well, you mm. already. Okay, so like, wait, so if it was legal to inject testosterone in your butt and take human growth (laughs) hormone, Mm -hmm. like, you don't think that's going to affect your reputation? (gasps) Like, on the basis of just doing it, it's like, well, if it's legal, I could do this, right? (laughs) Like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, I I like this little comment. I think this sums up the the problem of this story quite well. Uh, Troopers are a microcosm of our community. They're human beings and they make mistakes, said Rick Sander, commissioner of the Kentucky State Police at the time. I, as the commissioner, had to decide, is that mistake worth taking a career away from a trooper that may have been a good trooper for a number of years but made a mistake? Well, obviously the answer is yes, but he's asking that question as someone who's in a position of power, a leader Within the Kentucky State Kentucky State Police uh, uh uh community, and he's saying, "Hey, uh, could we like hold these boys to a lesser uh, standard, standard than we
0: hold to the fucking public?" Yeah,
1: it's like you're gonna lock away somebody who has um what like
0: a half uh, ounce of weed. weed, yeah, yeah,
1: and then and then all of a sudden, like these guys have a a fucking steroid ring. Steroids hurt people. Yeah. Oh man, steroids hurt the hell out of people, and
0: yeah, eh, you know and they've steroided been good cops, cops hurt the fuck out of people too. Ugh. It's gross. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's just gross. Um, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, all, yeah, uh, all cops are steroided out freaks. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Every single last one of them. <laughs> yeah, Ace, Ace off, Ace, off. Uh, ace off. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, these guys. Uh, I also say like the uniform and just like the way that they're sh- uh, they look like um Starship Troopers. Yeah, yeah. They look like they're they're all Starship Troopers. So I guess,
0: kinda... I guess since we're going down the uh, Kentucky police officers aren't to be trusted. Here's a uh, an even somehow more disgusting article. Oh yeah. Louisville Police County Attorney's Officer Hyde, seven hundred thirty-eight thousand records in explorer sex abuse case.
1: That's a lot. That's
0: a lot that's of a fucking lot. records. That's a whole lot of records. That's a uh, that's a that's a metric shit 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 ton of records. It's almost a million. It's so many records. Almost a million, al- so records. A, almost a million d- records documented sexual abuse. By of explorers, explorer scouts by two officers.
1: It's only two, two officers,
0: two officers, almost a million records. You guys are outdoing yourself. Like, how many, how many fucking explorer scouts do you have to abuse a minute to have over 738,000 records yeah. documenting
1: that f- abuse? I feel like these guys are really trying to up their game, so they had to talk to the guys in the last story in order to ensure yeah. that they were on their peak physical condition, so that they could go around and grab as many, like, or commit as many acts of sexual abuse as they possibly could. These guys are like sprinting from inappropriate situation to inappropriate situation.
0: There's so, just- there's not enough time in the day. I didn't know anything about Explorer Scouts, so I just pulled it up to make sure that I knew what I was talking about. So, an Explorer Scout, the people, the, the the people that these cops were there to mentor that they chose to sexually abuse instead, are um, young people aged between 14 and 18 years old. There is flexibility in the age range; young people can join from 13 and a half, but cannot move to Scout Network until. Eighteen young people must have left the Explorer Scout section before the date of their eighteenth birthday. Okay, so it's just it's people within this specific part of the Scouts program between fourteen and eighteen. Wait, is this like a a military cop focused section of the Boy Scouts? Uh, yeah, like the uh, um the Hitler Youth, like that. Kind is, of yeah, thing. is this like the Hitler Youth section of the Hitler Youth?
1: Mm-hmm. They just call it Explorers. <laughs> uh, like, am I wrong? No, no, no. I, th- I think you're totally right. It's, it's a way to kind of, like, uh, groom young folks for uh, service in militant professions.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. it's even worse, Tim. No. Well, how does it get okay, worse? Okay, it's worse just within the context. So... um. Wait, wait, wait! This one's for United Kingdom. I'm confused. Okay, well, so this one here is saying that it was introduced in 2001. What happened in 2001, Tim? <laughs> I know what happened in 2001. Huh? What else happened in 2001? Well, I was just thinking like 9/11. So I'm like thinking of like when you think of like the context, like maybe it's like a not not sequitur thing of whatever. Mm-hmm. Of like, <laughs> you have fucking 9/11, and you have like, hey, let's make this fucking Boy Scout thing. It might not be related.
1: Oh! Oh, okay. I, yeah, I mean, that that might well be the case. Uh um, I don't know.
0: I'm not for certain. I mean,
1: because I in order to do Boy something, Scouts. especially something that sounds so um, outlandish, like, hey, yeah, let's train all our young folks to, like, use guns and uh, and follow orders and stand in line and do what they're told. Like uh, Usually, the mass public is gonna cast a wayward glance. Like, eh, I don't know if that's okay. I don't know yeah. if we should be doing that. Uh, how about you let kids be kids for as long as kids can possibly be kids before you corrupt their mind with a bunch of bullshit? Uh, but in the case that you have nationalism on your side, you can do a lot of shit. Yeah. I, that's what was so scary about the Trump presidency, right? Because we were very quickly headed towards a, a fascist dictatorship. Um. Narrowly avoided, and let's hope that I can still say that in a couple of months, and just be like, eh, yep, that was a, that was a thing of the past. That was our history. Yep, no, don't have to worry about that anymore." Um, but this these uh, these two officers were talking about, Brandon Wood and Kenneth Betts, um, and apparently there were some requests for these files, and the. Louisville Metro Police Department simply said that they just didn't have them. Any any records would have previously been turned over to the FBI. There there was obviously some, and mm-hmm. they they just kind of skirted around. They they beat around the bush. Um and Phrasing. didn't give the information they knew they had. Yeah. Hmm. So I mean that that technically just should find complicit the entirety of the louisville metro police department
0: right? yeah yeah we have a quote here metro council president david james said wednesday that it's very disturbing to me that either the county attorney's office or the police department was so dead set on making sure those records never reach the public uh-huh who watches the watchman yeah fucking nobody
1: uh how do they exist i don't understand
0: yeah Right. Well, I mean, this one is the Louisville police, not the KSP, which was the last ones. And the KSP was also the, the, the Hitler quoters. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, Louisville Metro, you know, they're the Brianna Taylor killers. So, I mean, they're not they're not any fucking better.
1: hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. 9,000 documents, hidden folders, oh my god, 470 gigabytes of data, so much secrecy, layers of secrecy, why didn't they just destroy the records, I mean that's stupid, like if they're not going to give them up to anybody, why would they have them on file, are they just like blackmailing these guys to make them do shit, I have no idea the hell would that still be on file? Just get rid of it. If you're not going to give it to anybody, just get rid of it. Or they, they like keeping it in their file for their six-month review. Like, okay, now, your uh, your attendance is, uh, is fantastic. You're very punctual. Mm-hmm. You follow orders well. Uh, I've seen the quality of your work rise. Uh, but there was still that little issue with the explorers, I think, that we all know what we're talking about here. Um, and uh, that's why you're not going to be uh, receiving that $0.10 cent raise. Is that okay? <laughs>
0: yeah. Does that sound good? All right, Does that good. That sound fair? You're gonna, you're gonna, you're okay.
1: Yeah, that,
0: that's a you, fair you, compensation. You know,
1: you know what you did wrong, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh next, uh, you know, next six months you'll be out for review again. Okay. Yeah. Take we'll it from there. All right. We'll see,
0: you. we'll see where you're at. A little piece oh, of shit. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, yep. Mm. Yep. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to
1: talk about this one anymore, Jimmy.
0: Yeah, it's not really fun to talk about sexually abused kids, but... uh, Yeah, yeah. it's
1: fucking stupid. Police are dumb. I don't like
0: it. It's sad. It's bad. Uh, It's disgusting that they were hiding the documentation from the public, lying, saying that the FBI took it all and they didn't have access to it when that wasn't the case. And, um, yeah, it's unfortunate. Hopefully they'll be held accountable, but they'll probably just get thrown on that fancy suspension probation. Like... Every other sack of shit
1: cop. Mm. So instead of talking about sack of shit cops, let's talk about sack of shit parents. Although, you know, you want to make sure that your kids are in school. It's really important to ensure that they're in the classroom, they're in the setting so that they can learn. Right. And I mean, this is kind of a little bit of a moot point when we're dealing with something like the pandemic. However, uh, come to find out that there's a French school that has asked it, the parents of students to stop throwing the children over the, the locked gates after school hours have begun. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> there's even like a little sign <laughs> that has like a fence. is like, do not throw children over the fence. It's pretty good. <clears throat> oh, man. That's so great. I mean, I wonder how those kids like. If the fence was high enough, I wonder if like school officials ever came out just to find a pile of children who had like random broken limbs from being thrown mm-hmm. over the fence. <laughs> Look, they're in school, okay. I can't help it if they have a broken arm in school. I can't get to them. They're over the fence. <laughs> over the
0: fence. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I like. I do like how cartoonishly like, like it doesn't like throw like shows someone you know, like pushing the kid over the fence. Like they're just lobbing them like a base, like a football. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's just single handed
1: throwing a kid. (laughs) It's like, wow, you are strong as fuck. That is Uh, amazing. It's like shot putting that kid right over that, that 10 foot tall fence. (laughs) Very impressive. Um,
0: well, oh, yeah, it's yeah. good. good parenting. So apparently the school, the gate closes at 10 a.m. And then mm-hmm. I guess after 10 a.m., like you can't fucking get in. And the sign uh, with the person lobbing the kid over the, the fence apparently says in French, I do not throw my children over the gate. Instead, I return at 10 a.m. or 3 p.m. when the gate reopens. Oh, so it must it must uh, originally be open earlier than 10 a.m. So I guess it opens twice, once at 10 a.m. And then once at 3 p.m.
1: Hmm. Man, and they just they just can't wait. There's just no time. Maybe it was just one repeat offender. Like, that sign is there for only one idiot that, kept, <laughs> yeah. that just keeps on throwing their kid it's over like, the center. Yeah,
0: like, I'm sorry. There's always <laughs> traffic. I do everything I, I can.
1: I get here and the gate's closed. What choice do I have other than I, just I can't toss take my, my kid, kid to
0: work? Yeah. Your stupid gate's fucking closed. Oh yeah.
1: Isn't that the case? Like you can't take your kid to work. So what am I gonna do? I'm gonna put them into the public school system because the public school system is a glorified babysitter. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's uh, not like you're teaching them anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, no, fucking no, no, they just need to be in the building and I effectively don't have to worry about them I don't know getting getting attacked in an explorer program.
0: Yeah, oh god. No. He's talking about it Damn, anymore. bringing it right back. Oh,
1: no. Uh, man, we got articles for days, dude. This is fucking awesome. A
0: hey. what, oh, privilege tax? What the fuck is this? Oh my god. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: Uh, on people choosing to work from home a privileged oh, tax is,
0: taxes so, are stupid um, <laughs> taxes. if you're going to work from home you see that's going to affect your local economy what was what's <laughs> this deutsche bank so it's this like not like an actual tax tax but this is just like deutsche bank like taking out a percentage of people's paycheck that work for them which one is it are they trying to like make everyone that's working from home do it or is it just for their employees Wait, okay, here we go. Here's the, why don't we just read the article? Uh, a new report commissioned by financial giant Deutsche Bank uh proposes that for Deutsche Bank, whatever you want to say, proposes that for individuals who uh continue to work from home rather than in an office, a 5% income tax should be levied to support lower income workers who do not have the opportunity to stay home. Who uh, the Deutsche Deutsche bank is like an evil fucking corporation when, when the fuck did they care about low income workers well they, they probably
1: don't I mean it's it's probably just a uh, um like a popular thing to say it's
0: like hey instead of taxing us more and holding us accountable why don't you tax people working from home yeah that's a good idea
1: a PR move
0: god what a bunch of cocksuckers yeah piece of shit um I mean,
1: and that effectively encompasses what a tax actually is. Like, it's just uh, being able to uh, garner public sentiment to the extent that you can start to exercise your monopolization of force on some, uh, you know, poor, hapless individual. uh, And, you know, you you take, you know, you squeeze them a little bit tighter. Yeah. Um, uh, you know like people that are staying at home like obviously they're doing so because they're social distancing uh, because they have at-risk loved ones because they might be at risk themselves uh, so it it's almost like this seems counterintuitive like it's almost like they should receive uh, a
0: tax cut a bonus like hey way to go keeping people safe mm-hmm.
1: and even then it's like any amount of tax seems to be too much especially if it is exclusively a tax so five percent increase on tax or, or like the difference between like a decriminalization versus legalization of controlled substances right mm-hmm. like legalization insinuates taxation it's like mm-hmm. but why like sure like on one hand you could say oh well you know a tax on alcohol keeps people from drinking as much but who's receiving the 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 money from the taxes, right. like wh- how is that at all justified? Like, uh, sure, like people have limited incomes. They have to pay a little bit more for a product. They might not buy as much or consume as much of the product. I can understand how that would be a de-incentivizing factor. However, like they, are they just like sitting on the sidelines like, oh, yes, this is working, uh, you know, just like we thought it would while like padding their pockets with the, the people that are paying the taxes on the, you know, paying these sin taxes which is right. effectively what this is. You know, it's a privilege tax. It, exactly.
0: <laughs> it's like what the fuck. It, yeah, it's just or like Oh, you
1: choose to work from home.
0: It's <laughs> like they're just trying to find anyone to point at that isn't themselves. Yeah. Exactly. Like, hey, hey, tax these people. Yeah. <laughs> look over there.
1: <laughs> this is where you can get it. They need to like look into like some some MMT. You know what I mean? Fuck off. It I it's, hate you. That's
0: the answer to all life's problems. I hate you I don't even you can't you can't doesn't matter I don't care
1: what's MMT again? <laughs> I think
0: it's a drug you
1: smoke and you trip balls when you take oh yeah it is it's like naturally occurring <laughs> it's pretty cool Joe Rogan's <laughs> always talking about
0: it oh <laughs> shit um yeah. but yeah no, th- douchebags yeah it just yeah it's this classic dick move like if they couldn't make themselves any less likable um here you go it's something that Something else they've done. Mm-hmm. Uh so this one's kind of interesting. At least okay, so I think it's funny. So uh okay, so Proud Boy's leader is trying to rebrand the group as explicitly white supremacist <laughs> and anti Semitic. So here's why I think it's funny. So you often think about um leftist groups as constantly splintering to a point where they can never effectively accomplish anything or get anything done, right? And I think sometimes um, uh, leftists uh, get uh, disheartened at the idea of what appears to be, um, you know, rightoid, rightist, whatever you want to call them, alt-right groups being able to what on the outside aesthetics appears to be air quotes like um, uh, uh, effective organizing, you know. Where you know, obviously, a lot of these right groups get the added benefit that they get to suck in corporate cash and other shit like that because mm-hmm. it furthers their agenda. Where you know, left wing like fucking peace movements and shit like that, they're not they don't get any fucking money. Like, there's no there's no big peace organization that's just like out there like we're trying to promote peace. Anyways, yeah. so <laughs> uh, uh, the uh, so when you read this article, you find out. Yeah, some random guy, um, Kyle Chapman, uh, Chapman, he uh, was a member of the Proud Boys, and he, uh, in his own words, air quotes, staged a coup against the current um, leader of the Proud Boys, a Cuban man named Enrique Tarrio. Uh, saying that he uh, let's see We gotta go here. We will confront the Zionist criminals who wish to destroy our civilization. We recognize that the West was built by the white race alone, and we owe nothing to other races. So basically, he like self claimed himself as the new leader of the Proud Boys, and uh, I don't know, separated, and then I can't, I, I don't quite understand because I don't understand uh, anti semitic. Uh, slurs so what is a goy do you know what a goy is
1: Uh, it's a um, a uh, non-jew right
0: okay so uh, so a a goy is a non-jew so him as being an anti-semitic a goy would be a good thing right
1: yeah, it, yeah. Oh. It says later it's like Chapman also wrote that he renamed the booth the Proud Goys, referring to the Jewish term for non-Jews that neo-Nazis oh. have tried to appropriate and used to symbolize their anti-Semitism.
0: Okay, so he renamed the group the Proud Goys. Yeah, gross. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he, <laughs> so he does all this stuff, claiming that he's cooed it, and it's like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna be, uh, anyways. So we're gonna be, um, you know. Uh, anti-zionist you know anti-semitic blah 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 and then the enrique whatever guy uh in an interview is like um actually uh we're not the proud boys we're still the proud boys and we hate racism (laughs) and we think let me let me find the exact quote because i'm just like i don't know i just love like like these hate groups when they're like we stand again wait here we go I denounce anti Semitism. I denounce racism. I denounce fascism, Tario has said, according to the right wing outlet Washington Times. I denounce communism and any other ism that is prejudiced towards people because of the race, religion, culture, toad, and skin. So I don't know. It just.
1: Yep, I'm convinced. Definitely <laughs> yeah. not racist. No mm-hmm. racism here. Move along. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, hey, what's up with this like million MAGA march thing? Which apparently oh, the Proud Boys are supposed to be associated with.
0: Yeah, I get. I so I, I guess um, what I've gathered is that right wing um, uh, marching and stuff like that uh, activism is about as effective as left wing activism. So all they can think of to do is go stand around with their MAGA hats on the the White House lawn and hope that something happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've got. Like it or anything like reading this article like it makes me much less worried about groups like this and the efficacy of their leadership and scope of what they're actually mm-hmm. willing to do. It's just yeah. It's just it's just left-wing activism with a lot more tactical gear on you. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't well know. i mean there's some there's definitely some
1: left wing groups out there that are mil are militant yeah um what like the of course you have the uh uh the socialist rifle association
0: that's true, but I don't really like yeah i'm not okay yes they do exist <laughs> what <laughs> uh
1: i don't know i i mean i, I feel like there are uh there are some there's some overlap. Uh, when it comes to these like e- extreme political groups, uh, and when it comes to militant activism, uh, the left and the right both have very prominent uh, militant veins.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So uh, I mean, but but more often than not, like when people talk about political activism, they're usually talking about the nonviolent variety, or you know, it, it actually engaging in. Uh, the, the stereotypical, you know, what is perceived to be the stereotypical process, uh, voting and, you know, engaging in uh, uh, the advocacy for a particular organization or, or idea and uh, protesting in the instance that things get bad enough that you need to make some kind of uh, collective showing.
0: Well, um, and i well, at the and also at the same time, like so, the Tario guy, he's the Cuban guy that like said like the I denounce anti-Semitism, denounce racism thing. It's like, I feel like even the fact that um, he feels the need, even whether he believes it or not, like the fact that he feels the need to say it, I feel like says something about the culture of America and also the. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't think uh, Hitler was out there being like, "Oh no, I think Jews are cool." <laughs> you know, like he mm-hmm. was pretty consistent through and through. Right? He has a book called Mein Kampf. Like, he, and he wrote it years before he ever tried to seize power. Like, he was an ideologue through and through. That a bunch of rich people saw as a useful idiot and raised him to a higher level than he ever should have been raised to. So, I don't know. I feel like just the fact that these groups feel the need to still uh repeat like the politically correct rhetoric and try to to in order to maintain a mainstream voice in america i don't know it just i don't know i i don't i i, I hate i i f- it feels weird to use the word hopeful in the same sentence with the word of like proud boys but i mean i think it kind of like shows like the lack of I don't know. Like, I don't want to say they're not like an extremist group, but maybe they're less extreme than we think they are. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm open to being wrong and something horrible happening and having well, to put my foot in my mouth. But
1: I think that they just don't want to brand themselves that way. It, it, it's already very evident that they have some...
0: And uh, the fact that they don't want to brand themselves that way and they have to brand themselves differently and even to garner interest and get people into the group, I think says something about... Mm-hmm at least like some goodness about America. Like the, f- I mean, the fact that these things are even a lot able to exist yeah. in America, obviously that's bad, but mm-hmm. the fact that these groups still have to brand themselves as denouncing antisemitism, denouncing racism, denouncing fascism and uh, all this. Or stuff not like
1: explicitly that, endorsing it at least.
0: Yeah. I think it says something about, I don't know. Like there's a, there's a something there that's good. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's some, there's some general goodness right
1: yeah it's the same reason why like I, i'm you know on occasion you you'll um be involved in some type of contentious uh political discussion uh and you know you'll you'll bridge on a topic in which somebody uh, effectively it, it's it's um what, what would it be called uh there are like these sensitive issues in which people know that they're not supposed to say certain things like it's definitely inappropriate to to allude Uh, to something so callous uh, or uncouth and when you get to that point it's kind of this realization that i feel like the person who's about to utter such a phrase uh has like this moment of of clarity where they're like i guess i actually shouldn't shouldn't say that you know i'm embarrassed to say that our society doesn't accept the fact that i have the right to be able to come out and say something like uh you know something ableist or something racist or you know something that's uh, you know outright wrong
0: that, that i talked to you about the study that found um a large portion of conservatives felt like they couldn't open like it wasn't they weren't allowed in public to say their like beliefs or whatever exactly yeah, yeah. And, and it's it's where a majority of liberals felt like they could mm-hmm.
1: um well i mean that's it's all well and good, I don't think that they should be able to say all their shit either but whatever it is. Well, um,
0: yeah, but yes,
1: uh, fair, but it's a but... hell of a lot better than uh you know so so people especially in like conservative religious communities uh you know there there's always that feeling uh have you ever seen uh Jesus camp? Are you familiar with that documentary uh, no uh well there's there's a lot of cringy moments as I'm sure you could probably expect from. A documentary like that, but it, it obviously is centered around uh, this factor of being an in-group versus an out-group. And as yeah. soon as you have a sufficient experience with the out-group, if you happen to be raised in one of these, these congregations, then you notice that basically everything that you do that follows in line with the doctrine of evangelicalism, that you start to feel a little bit awkward. You start to feel a little bit out of place. Things are not necessarily lining up, at least in the way that you were told, that they would come to fruition. Like You don't just like talk about Jesus a bunch and then everybody's like, oh, actually, you're right. Jesus was pretty awesome. Now you can tell me what to do all the time. <laughs> and it's like, no. It's like people yeah. are, are usually naturally resistant to those kinds of ideas because they can see through the BS. It's it's very quick. That It's like, oh, it sounds like you're trying to sell me an ideology. And I already have a couple of those. I'm good on that. Uh, So it causes you to have to constantly retract from the out-group back to your in-group if you want to preserve those ideologies, if you want to preserve that portion of yourself yourself, that you have intertwined with that ideology. Um, So I think that's kind of the problem um, when it came to the – the, you know 2015 and Kekistan and all these like uh, these mm-hmm. 4chan related uh, kind of like uh, politically incorrect intentionally politically incorrect groups because they were trying to find those in-group support systems similar to the way that evangelical Christians have done for you know decades and decades uh, it's it's awkward it's odd it's niche uh, it's uh, kind of you know cult like you know if could go that far to say uh, that that People are going to temper themselves uh, in an environment that is becoming more and more isolated. So, now that you have something like the Proud Boys being discussed, and that's probably why people like you and I should discuss groups like, like the Proud Boys, is because it, it makes it more mainstream. It makes it more, uh, um, you know, that it's, it's not as, as novel. You know, the, the thing that made them different, the thing that made them important is now gone because everybody's like oh yeah the proud boys are those people that like they don't masturbate and they're racist sometimes but not outright racist because that would be too on the nose the proud boys
0: don't masturbate
1: oh yeah dude that's a big part of their thing
0: wait (laughs) what they don't jack off
1: what (laughs) yeah they don't jack off (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe we're just coming to that i mean like the proud boys are basically like disintegrating before our eyes and that was like the first thing i heard about them wait uh,
0: we're not talking about incels we're talking about proud boys
1: we're talking about proud boys we're talking about proud boys in particular yeah let's let's go say proud boys They don't jack off
0: yeah who would ever want to be a proud boy (laughs) i see that's the thing uh let's see (laughs) like you you just get rid of that one thing you would you would like double your membership so quick yeah, seriously. Oh man. Well, yeah. Well I am even less worried about them becoming a mainstream group based off that one tidbit of information. Yeah, hashtag no wanks. That's what it started with. <laughs> but like is that like was that like a joke?
1: No, it was it's like a uh it, it's a um uh what would you call it? An exceptionalism ideal. Uh, where it's like, you know, we're we're too good for that. Um, and because they were pulling membership from the incel community and people that, that uh had been disenfranchised, uh, you know, probably by the opposite sex if, you know, that's how they swung, uh, that uh not masturbating would like invigorate them and fill them with yeah, the chakras okay. with magical energies and things and not I was any.
0: already skeptical of them gaining any mainstream support, and just based off that small little bit yep. of information. Um, yeah. yeah, we don't we don't have to worry it, about the Proud Boys. Yeah, it just <laughs> it, it
1: destroys. Yeah, it destroys <laughs> them. Like once you start to pick out all the weird shit, and, and that's why, like, whenever somebody from the Mormon community ever comes to my door, first question I ask him is like, "Are you wearing magic underwear right now?" And if so, is it protecting you from my wayward gaze? Yeah, 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 they, they, they always react the same way.
0: <laughs> what do they? What do they do? Yes. <laughs> but, wait, they're they wait, they're say, wearing it. They just say yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'll, if I was them, i will just walk away, and be like, oh, okay, this guy's fucking with me. Wait, and you yeah. continue a conversation after that?
1: Yeah, I uh, not only have I continued the conversation after that, but I've wow. been able to ask more facetious questions to which they have answered, you know, seemingly in good faith. They keep
0: uh, answering, they don't just leave, realize yep, you're they a just, troll?
1: They just keep going, they, and I'm oh like, okay, God. so tell me about the seer stones, I really want to know about the seer stones, do you believe in seer stones? It sounds a little bit ridiculous, and they're like, yes, we believe in the seer zones, and we believe that this guy went into the woods, and he looked into a hat, and there was a seer stone, and they're like, yeah, this is, I saw this on, on South Park, I know exactly <laughs> where this goes.
0: <laughs> God damn it, that's great. Oh, man. I guess, yeah, I feel like the Mormons, okay, like, speaking of, like, niche groups that became mainstream, Mormons are the exception to that rule. They rocked it. Because, yeah. like, 99.99% of the time, you just, like, disappear out into the ether, you're never heard of again, if you, like, look back, you know, 30 years from now, back on the Proud Boys, like, I mean, there's a small chance I'm wrong, but I'm not wrong on this, the pr- we won't even remember, people are like, who, what, huh, who, what, Proud. Huh? Yeah. the what anyways but the mormons somehow they went from this weird little fringe group to just being a bunch of fucking rich people like there's so many audaciously rich fucking mormons fucking uh Mitt romney's one of them you mm-hmm. know of just this weird in group that just like owns an entire state of utah and there's a shit ton of Mormons in Idaho too. Just, I don't know, like just fucking slowly ca- claiming the entire West. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's, it's fucking weird. <laughs> it's pretty odd. Oh man. Pretty, pretty odd
1: indeed. Yeah. So uh,
0: they, yeah, they made, they made that uh niche niche. Speaking of weird in group, what can't interact with the out group and only interact with the in group. Mm-hmm. They did that. They accomplished it and it worked for them somehow. Yeah. Well, it, probably because they, uh,
1: uh, they dangled the aspect of uh, polygamy in front of their
0: wealthier members. You see, and that's like the exact opposite of what the Proud Boys are pulling. They're like, you yeah. can't wank, and it's like uh, you can't wank.
1: Well, I, I mean, but why does it matter? Like, it's not like somebody's in there, like, you know, like watching you twenty four seven. Like, are you not wanking now? You're not wanking. Now. It's, it's more of just like a. I'm awesome because I think I'm awesome. Even though, like, I mean, think about the average supremacist. Like, how many times a day do they do stupid shit? Do you think that they're just going to be like, "Oh, yep, well that was a little slip up." You know, sometimes the white race doesn't always get it right. Ha ha ha! No, I mean, they're just going to hide it from their community and pretend to be, you know, these these, uh, you know, idiots with balls as biggest watermelons walking around like they're they're fucking awesome. Yeah, that's like, fair. Yeah, they just they're isolating. They're like isolated within an isolated community it's like the shittiest place to be <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> oh Ugh. man they find out i'm gonna get kicked out so i just gotta take my heels in deeper i guess prove how committed i am mm-hmm. yeah i'm still not worried yeah no way um cool well awesome that was a lot of stories uh should we awesome. wrap it up let's do it all right, thank you all for listening to us. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so by emailing us at cynicempowerment at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you there. You can also like us on Facebook at Cynic Empowerment, or you can tweet at us on the Twitter at cynic empower me one. We'd love to hear from you. It means a lot to us. And if you're listening to one the listening if you're listening to us through one of the listening apps out there, please like and review the show. It means a lot to us, and it helps other people find us. Yeah, yeah,
1: it helps you find us. Like. Uh sixteen ounces of straight up anabolic steroids stuffed into my asshole trying to <laughs> smuggle it inside of the police department because
0: Billy Jones needed a little bit of a pick me up on or something. Like <laughs> <I don't forget. laughs> Help helps find the uh, uh you like the seven hundred and thirty eight thousand. Oh god. Of- <laughs> Fuck that, Jimmy! Good God,
1: <laughs> it was you... hard
0: to find though. It was helps... hard to find, and they found it.
1: Helps you, helps you find us like a a bunch of children with broken limbs inside of a school gate in France.
0: There, go with a that, happy yeah. one. Like helps you find us like the one sad Trump supporter that turned in his hat for a burger <laughs> and fries. <laughs>
1: Yeah!